Welcome to the Space of the Waste, featuring host Melody Edmondson. Do you struggle with the right look to complement your body shape? Have you tried so many different looks and styles only to be disappointed time and again? You've landed on the right program. We'll show you how to make the right style work in your favor. Now, here is Melody Edmondson. Hello, this is Melody Edmondson. Welcome to The Space of the Waste. I am your host here on the Variety Channel for the program, The Space of the Waste. And today we have Tracy Grennan. She is a designer. She's working in gold, uh, all different carrots of gold. And she has some absolutely fabulous jewelry. She says it's fashion and it's future forward jewelry and an escape from the ordinary. And that really caught my eye because, boy, do we like that. Something different, kind of almost even beyond fashion, because if it's that future forward, I always want to say fashion future forward, but it's future future forward. Uh, to me, that's almost timeless unless you get too far into the future and then it's antique. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here's Tracy. Let me introduce you and let her tell you how she began her journey into becoming a designer and what she uh, is planning for her future in jewelry. Tracy. Hi, Melody. It's a Hi, pleasure Tracy. to be here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really honored to be on your show. You're welcome. I am just loving it having you on here because uh, we are just delighted to have someone working in gold because, you know, it is such a hot item right now and has been very hot on the uh, stock market, too, I might add. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Did you tell me about how you got into jewelry, designing jewelry? Well, I started off actually in design as a student university in the early 90s. So I started off when I was, uh, I think, my second year of university. Uh, the shoe company asked me to be their designer for their shoes. Uh, this is in Toronto. So uh, I started doing that and really enjoyed it. And then the one thing happened to me that really changed my direction. Well, it didn't really change my direction. It made me think, this is this is a career for me. I need to go into design because what happened was these shoes I was creating became so popular, people were stealing them out of the shop windows. It was crazy. So when I found out, when I found that out, I thought, okay, this is the this is the direction I want to go into. So from shoes, uh, I, I finished my degree and then I went on to uh, starting my own line here in New York, uh, apparel. I did men and women's apparel, I did streetwear. Um, and this was in the mid to late 90s. So after about two and a half years, uh, I, I had my clothes selling in about eight countries. And this was before e-commerce. So I did this with like the old school way, a fax machine and a phone number. So I was quite happy with that. And then I moved to Europe. I worked there. Um, I've been in Europe for about 20 years. And then I came back to the US and I got into jewelry because jewelry for me is a lot easier because it's smaller. It's easy to transport. I don't have to carry around patterns with me. No big bolts of fabric. No, no, like shipping big, huge bolts cross border. Yes. 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 It's a lot easier. 
And the return rates are a lot uh, lower, as you may know, compared to apparel, where apparel is at least 50% return rate. While, um, whereas in jewelry, it's scarce, uh, at least for my company, it's very rare. Um, oh, wow, it didn't used to be that way. It used to be that most jewelry people tripled their money, but I guess that's not the case anymore in, in fine jewelry. Yeah, in in retail online uh, commerce now, it's just so it's made it so easier, so much easier for buyers to have that option to return um, their their purchases, yes. whether it be apparel or jewelry, which is not very friendly for the planet. Um, so that's another reason why I moved into virtual jewelry. Yes, I want to hear all about that because I'm yeah. sure our listeners don't know a lot about it because I don't know a lot about it and. It's very new, the whole virtual and the metaverse and uh, avatars and all of that. Right. So that's, uh, I got into it about a year ago. I was asked to be on a, a show, a clubhouse show with, uh, was asked by a Parisian uh, digital fashion company to be with them and another digital platform, fashion platform called Jevels. And at the time I'd heard about digital fashion and I thought, okay, I was going to get around to it. I just didn't have time because of everyday business. I got distracted. And then I decided this is something I, I need to be more involved in. I, I read up on it and I thought the timing is perfect. There's so many advantages to, to digital jewelry and digital fashion. And one of them, like we were talking about being earth friendly, uh, it's better for the planet because you don't have those return rates. They're basically what you're buying are digital downloads. So mm -hmm. as you can see from looking at me, do you notice anything different about me? Your earrings. Yes. They're so, kind of floating. They're floating. <laughs> and as you can see, well, like you can see like. Yes, yes, yes. Right. So like compared to traditional physical jewelry, digital jewelry does not degrade. So I, maybe I should just tell your, your uh, listeners what just happened here. So I covered my face with my hand. And the earrings I was wearing disappeared because what what uh, Melody's looking at right now are my virtual earrings. So they this is the augmented reality uh, of the earrings, which brings uh, 3D renderings to life. And I okay. have them placed, uh, they're connected to my face. I don't know any other way to explain it, but yeah. they're connected to my face. So when I cover my face, that's when they disappear. Okay, now is this really Tracy Grinnan that I'm talking to, or are you an avatar? <laughs> no, no, this is this is me. This is Tracy, yes. and that's your real blouse that you have on, or your knit. Yes, that is my real blouse. Okay, blouse. So these are these are wearable NFTs. And, wearable uh, NFTs. Yeah, wearable NFTs. So you can sell them. Another advantage of them is that they're a lot uh, more affordable compared to my regular jewelry. So okay. what, if, if I were to sell something like this in a physical form on my website, uh, you can expect with this crystal, you can probably expect to pay $250, whereas I'm selling them as a wearable NFT for about $80, $85 US. And is it uh, 14 karat gold filled or what? 14 karat? Yeah. So 14 uh, as you can tell, these are 14 karat gold uh, earrings because it's the lighter color of gold. And then I've got the the the, the spike quartz that you see. Yes. Uh, this is, as you can see, there's a, a lot of translucency and, and shine. Yeah. 
one. So the rendering's done really well. And I've got some chains here, which moves with my head mm -hmm. as, I, as I move around. And it's my understanding you do everything 14, 18, 22, 24, 26 carat and up. I do, I do 14 and 16 and 24. Okay, 14, 16, and 24. Yeah. Get your and numbers right, Melody. <laughs> 14, 16, 24 karat gold today. That's gotta be pricey. What is that? <laughs> 2000 for a pair of earrings? And well, the great thing about digital digital jewelry and digital fashion is that you can do whatever you want to do. The the it's limitless. If you want to mm -hmm. have something that's a one-off, you can design something one-off for your customers. You can create a fantasy. Uh, you can create something that if this, if you want to have it like sparkle some more, yeah. have some sort of special effects, it, it's your, it's up to your own imagination. What you what want you to can have. have. Yeah. yeah. It allows me to uh, experiment without having to have, be it so labor intensive with physical fashion, physical jewelry. I don't have to have that cost uh, of having to make something and then hope my consumers are going to like it. And I if can, you want it physically, yes, if you wanted to buy it physically, or would you then just get an um, digital one with that? Right. So if I wanted to make this physical, I could, I could make it this physical, but because it's quite large, which People like to have digital earrings, digital fashion that's a little more ostentatious. Yes. Make it physical with this big gold uh, spike, uh, big, sorry, big chest yes. spike. Yes. It's heavy. So in real life, it would be too heavy to wear. Okay. Yeah. So if, and uh, so are you still selling physical or is all the, are, are all the sales going toward digital mostly? I'm doing both. Now, what I have to do, though, because my traditional buyers, uh, they need some time to understand the benefits. So I have my digital jewelry on my website, which is shoptheai.com. And the brand is called Aurelia and Icarus. So if you go to the website, you go to shoptheai.com, on the landing page, you'll see my digital jewelry. And then once they click on it, that will take them to the digital platform where I am on, where I actually sell on, because I have to do it that way, uh, because it, the, that digital platform already has their customers that know about digital fashion that are collect NFT collectors of fashion and jewelry. So they have their audience there already mm -hmm. established. So I'm doing that until my traditional buyers understand fully the benefits of it. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some patience and brands, traditional brands need to be aware. It's all experimental right now because this is a new territory. Mm -hmm. A lot of people seem to be doing it. Now, are you selling even the digital on your website or are you doing it through stores or are you just doing it all on your website? Now, I'm going to ask that same question about the NFTs because it's my understanding the NFT value depends on what that, for lack of a better word, stock market for NFTs is at the time. And I think there's a couple of them that are big right now where, you know, Tiffany, Gucci, whoever are making these NFTs. I mean, lots of people are just about every designer is making uh, some kind of an NFT that you can buy. So 
Is that what you're doing as well? Right. So we're we're doing it according. We're creating our own scarcity. So with NFTs, you can create as many uh, limited editions as you want. So these are in a, a limited edition of I think fifty, and we sell them for between eighty to eighty-five dollars each, which I think is quite reasonable. Uh, and not only, yeah. Sorry. Oh, I just can't remember the name of those two sites that have, it's like the stock market. Uh, if it's either NASDAQ or it's, uh, you know what I mean? It's, um, yeah, there are a couple for the NFT. Oh, you mean the platforms like OpenSea? Well, well, and it shows you how it's, how it's going higher or lower. Like if you have yours on there, it'll show you how it's trending now, just like on the stock market. Well, I'm not too sure which ones you're you're referring to. Uh, is you're not talking about crypto? No, I know crypto has that, but I thought NFTs also have theirs, but maybe not yet. Yeah, it's it's a little bit broad for NFTs because there's different types. Like there's fashion, there's art, there's mm -hmm. music, right? There's games. So it really it really depends on mm -hmm. um, on that. Okay. On that okay, point. well, I'll get some more information on that and come back to that um, another time. But um, so on these limited edition, so have they gone up from 80 on up now? If you wanted to trade yours or sell yours? Yeah, it, so whoever buys them has the option to sell it at whatever they want. Okay. Right, so because when, when I mint them, Mm -hmm. which uh, I'm not sure if uh, for anybody out there that doesn't know what minting is, that that is actually creating the NFTs. So when I mint them, I decide on how many copies or how many of the limited editions I, I want to have. And I, and then I decide on the price and then I put the 3d renderings uh, of them on that. I want those. That's the actual NFTs. And then also with that NFT, for my company, at least, is the filter that comes with them. And it's the filter is what you're looking at right now. And that, for me, is what I love the most because I'm probably like you, I'm on Zoom calls all day long. And I love having these filters because it helps, uh, it expresses who I am. They're a lot of fun. I get to collect them and not just with me, from other designers out there as well. So it's, it's something that I find equally just as nice to collect as the actual NFT. Okay. Wow. Awesome. Well, tell me um, about some of your other jewelry besides the ones you have on that are, uh, they have kind of, the one she has on are kind of a fan on the top uh, with some uh, uh, embellishment upon it and around it. And then there's a hanging um, crystal pyramid upside down and then three longer chains. And um, what other silhouettes do you do in gold? Oh, can you tell? Can you see something different about me right now? Oh yeah, now they're just the crystals. So you can, yeah. yeah now they're just chain with crystal. Yeah, these are and then different kinds of almost like teardrop crystals. Right. So this one here is based on a physical earring that I I did with a matching necklace and we called it, I collaborated with Jevels. That's the digital uh, accessory platform that I'm on. What's and that called? 
Jevels, J-E-V-E-L-S.com. Jevels.com. Yeah. Okay. They're Austrian based. And we put a kit together earlier this year and we called the kit with my, my earrings and the, and they they did the digital renderings and we call it the metaverse starter set for style lovers. I love it. Now that's great. You're really on the ground floor of this. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's uh, a nice little entry point for people just getting into the metaverse space and want to start your collection in fashion. This is the way to do it because it's easy and it's step-by-step. Step. So you get the physical form to wear during the day or whenever you like and then you get the digital version with the instructions very easy instructions on how to how to wear your stuff whenever you like uh, uh online calls and on your avatars and gaming and across virtual worlds and and that collection was actually mentioned in the new york times earlier this year wow. how many um different s- silhouettes or styles did you have or groupings that correlated like this had earrings and a necklace i mean how many different looks did you have in that collection uh well we have we actually i don't know can you see right now i had just had it there you go different colors yeah so this one it allows you to change purple green yellow amber Yeah. Oh my that is just gorgeous so you can it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun to wear it's a new uh, thing. This creative to put together, I assume, for those yeah. that know how to do all the digital so well. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it takes a it's it's I, I've got a lot of talented people working with me. It's not just me, it's it's a group of very talented people all around the world. It has it. to be a young customer, don't you think? That's uh yes, right now 18 to 35 or something yes, or younger. Are young because it's this is the Gen Z millennial group. Yes. Even the people I'm working with are Gen Zs and millennials because this is uh, they they're they grew up with tech, so they're very used to this. Um, and um, very fortunate to be around them. I'm the oldie around them. <laughs> uh, doesn't matter. I'm forging my own path. That's right. You certainly right. are. Well, tell me again how um, people are using this in their photographs when they travel. I've been hearing they can travel with a little knapsack or a leather backpack, and then right. they go, they can be gone 12 weeks with that because they just digitalize all of their photographs or if they're talking, even if they're talking on the phone or on Zoom or on FaceTime, they just wear the clothes, the digital clothes and digital jewelry. I mean, you you can actually go out there, have your photo taken, you know, in the ocean. And it's, it, it just, you don't have to worry about losing your jewelry. You don't have to worry about getting it destroyed. Uh, it, it just stays with you and it's really nice. Actually, I'm doing a photo shoot tomorrow and I'm going to have them take my photo with my, with my digital jewelry on. So it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, you're right. And you don't have to worry about insuring everything. Exactly. And leaving things in your room. Yes. Again, it's um, stolen or anything. So it's great. It's, it's very eco-friendly. Uh, I, I'm so glad that this technology has happened, happening, and I'm really excited what the future is going to bring for, for digital fashion. Because yes. this is just the tip of it, Melody. This is, there's, things are going to have really, like, in the next, you know, it's, it's happening very fast. Well, everything's 
going for the planet, protecting the planet. And there's all of the uh, young designers or new designers that I speak to uh, always say they're sustainable. And if, and actually, if they're not saying that, I'm not in, as interested in speaking to them because right. we have enough of the older designers that have been around a while. It doesn't mean they're old, but their designing techniques and the fabrics that they use, many of the established, let's say, or older resources and vendors are still using non-biodegradable polyesters that still have polymers of um petroleum and other products and dyes that put chemicals in the air and the the newer lines and the younger designers and the newer collections maybe with or without younger people but they may be a little bit older older meaning not 25 but maybe 50 and there some of these people are very up to speed on sustainability as well and they're doing everything biodegradable and they're trying very hard to get the fabric market under laws that they're hoping to get set in place via lobbyists or whatever to, I mean, I hope there's a lobbyist for fiber, but for fabric and fiber, but they don't want to even be able to have designers be able to buy any kind of fabric that is not biodegradable. They want to make that a law. And and I'm all for that. There are lots of inventions going on in that very, I mean, lots of chemists are working on things. I've spoken to two or three people. I've learned about three different flowers in France that are uh, roses that are being made into silk instead of having to use the silkworm because the silks are so expensive in Hong Kong. And I know there are resources, I don't want to name names until I talk to them to find out why they're doing that. But there are so many lines that I used to buy from that had silk and now it's all polyester and the prices are still very high. So I just have to assume the reason they're not using silk is because it would be too expensive. I personally prefer them to use real silk that is biodegradable. And first of all, you can wear it a lot longer and last a lot longer, just like 100% wool, 100% silk, 100% linen or hemp or hemp linen, silk linen. There are lots of mixes. Anyway, they're coming up with silk made from roses, which I just think it's going to be fab. There's another flower they're using that will be a replacement for a silk type fabric, but not poly- none of these have the polyester. None of them have polymers of petroleum in them. They are all biodegradable. Wow. And I guess some of the reasons some people are doing this is because even with 100% cotton and even with a lot of things, the dyeing of the fabrics are bad for the environment. They're uh, very adverse. So they're coming up with ways to naturally dye, you know, via the uh, flora and fauna of the world. And this is all very exciting to me, you know, because uh, I was in this industry in the mid to late 70s into the 90s. And 
We didn't even get it back then. But the people that I've spoken to that have worked, whether it's in Paris, the UK, like Audette, of which you will see, uh, she she's on one of my shows coming up in October. And she talks about all the work she did in Hollywood. And then she got into sustainability and, you know, she herself saw, helped get rid of some of this non-biodegradable fabric. I mean, it's shipped all over the world. And guess what? Africa and China don't want it anymore either because they were using them in barricades, kind of like a uh, insulation instead of using insulation. There's only so much you can do and just need less of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. And then, and like I said before, that's why digital fashion is the future of fashion. And it's here now. Uh, I agree. (laughs) Super exciting. We don't have to worry about shipping or all those massive returns going, you know, back and forth with all these logistical, crazy nightmares. It's, uh, it it is, well, obviously we're going to have to have clothes. Because we have real life weddings, hopefully, mitzvahs, christenings, real life, uh, you know, reunions and, you know, want to go out for dinner, you want to go places. And I personally, when I do go on a vacation or go to a reunion, like I'm going to be going in September with people that John used to work with, and I love the wives of all of those people or the husbands of those that work there, but um I want to wear real clothes that look nice. I mean, I actually want to look nice in the physical, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that there isn't room for both. Right. We could be smart about how we buy our physical clothes. So that's that's mm-hmm. the difference. And yes, <laughs> and invest in good quality materials. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And buy fewer and better. Exactly. And, and repair your clothes as well. Right, like right. we used to do in the old days, right? We used to do that in the old days. I remember, you know, needing need your socks. Yeah, yeah. And t- having a good seamstress that can alter your clothes as you gain or lose weight or get shorter or you do something to your back and it shortens. I mean, there are lots of things you can do to alter your clothing. And if they're good and they're fabulous, you won't want to just discard them. I mean, it's got to be gone with the fast fashion. That's what's over. I think that is totally over. No young person wants to talk about it anymore. All the fashion and color trend sources that I've spoken to, done. In fact, they're more into timeless, you know, something like like your earrings that are futuristic and you'll continue to focus forward into the future and it becomes kind of artsy, uh, very special and artsy. And then that doesn't date like a puff sleeve or something that, oh, pants are out. Don't you ever wear a, a skinny jean again because they're out and those ins and outs. It'd be better to select things like, boot cuts forever and gold earrings forever. You know what I mean? So you don't have to change the look so much. Right. Add to, and not that you couldn't buy some trendy things seasonally. It's fun, but let's do them in a fabric that you could keep and retain in your closet until they come around again. 
you know? Right. That, that is with my physical collection. I, I have my pieces are there's no seasons. So it's, it's season free and it's genderless as well. So we have no, we have no like special collections with it. And it appeals to where we want to be very inclusive. Yes. So, and then that by doing that and by making it by on demand, it, we don't, you know, it's, it's great because then it, lo- it lowers the inventory and it's just a lot, you don't have to deal with fast, fast fashion. So that's one thing we're quite proud of. Absolutely. And especially in jewelry. I mean, yeah. you know, come on. You want <laughs> plastic, you know, exactly. nobody. Right. But I think that is with the awareness in our consciousness of our planet and trying to make our planet live on all of these things have to be taken into consideration so it's definitely a way to start is with the digital but i do hope that our fabric makers do come up with uh, some of these fabrics that are biodegradable that are at the same time uh just beautiful things it's a mental perception that needs to change in people and that is I want to buy something that I'm going to love for 10 or 20 years, not something I'm going to love for this season. And then it's gone. That has to change in the perception because, you know, you're spending maybe more money because it is a natural fiber uh, because of the cost of making that, et cetera. So you're going to have to keep it a little bit longer. So you're going to want to like it and keep it. But it's just having to, it's almost what the Europeans do. I used to always, when I was a buyer, I'd go to France and I would notice how these women had very classical kind of clothing. You know, once they got to a certain age, they get the bob and they wear their beautiful (laughs) Hermes bag or Chanel and dress their Hermes scarves. And I thought, you know, these are the ladies that have gotten married and moved into the suburbs of France and they are you know, dressing like ladies, you know, and then the young ones in France were dressing uh, far more high fashion and more trendy, but then they got away from all that. And I think in America, I'm speaking for Americans because I'm not sure about the Aussies and everybody else. We have 160 countries, but I do think there are a lot of trends going on in South Korea, you know, a lot of trends in China and Japan and the United States and Australia where there is that constant, constant turnover. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's such a great point. And that is I mean, we can have all those styles. We can have as many styles as you like, but that's available in digital fashion. That's that's the beauty of digital fashion is that you can you can, as they say, you could have a jacket that's made out of flames or, or a, a blazer that's made out of water. You can let your imagination go wild, and the the great thing is you can wear it on many different platforms. There, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of things that you can buy in digital fashion are interoperable. So you can you can wear it on your avatars, you can wear it on your Zoom calls, you can have it in gaming as well. Uh, there's a lot to be to learn, and you know if there is, the, um, I'm very uneducated on this, but I'm learning a lot there's from you. There's a lot of great books out there. Uh, this this one here, I just I got in the uh, was delivered. It's called The Metaverse by Matthew Ball. Uh, that's a great that's a good one to have. Um, and then there's uh, 
there's another one called, I think it's called how to make and sell your own NFTs. Uh, that's, that's another good one. Uh, Kathy Hackle, she's the, they call her the godmother of the metaverse. She's good to follow. What's her name? Catherine? Kathy Hackle. Kathy, H-A-C-K-E-L, I think. Uh, I can't remember off. I think so. I think so. Hackle. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so what do you see? Do you see yourself for the metaverse since we're since that's such a big thing, digital jewelry, what's your uh, next collection going to be like? Like, what are you thinking about doing differently for to keep the newness going? Right. So I, I'm branching out uh, into, like I said, we're genderless, but I am getting more and more men coming up to me and saying, what about us? All the time. I they love it. rings. I know young boys because I I have cousins, cousins. I have great nephews and nephews, and they love rings. Yeah. They love rings. My 14-year-old son loves, he loves blingy rings. He's uh, bought this beautiful one. Yes. Uh, so I think more and more men are, are getting into jewelry. So and bracelets. Yeah. And bracelets. bracelets. He's got lots of bracelets. So that's that's uh, something I'm going to, uh, that I've started working on right now as um uh, is accessories for men. So uh, I love it. Yeah. So that they're going to have fun. They can wear stuff on their Zoom call. I'm focusing on, on Zoom calls to start yeah. because yes, they can. A lot of people are on Zoom calls all day. My husband's on Zoom all day, and some people. And just I don't like, think it's going to change whether it's COVID or monkeypox or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be something. There's always going to be this caution for the rest of our lives. I think. Yeah. There will yeah. be a lot of Zoom calls. Exactly. I, I agree. So people like to have that. Well, men like to have it on their calls and in gaming. So I'm doing hats, uh, kind of like a hip hop kind of style, uh, bolder, fun, uh, but with a premium kind of quality to it. Yes. That's my main focus. I want to keep it, you know, with a deluxe feel to it. Premium quality. I like that. Yeah. I tell my nephews about this, all of them. <laughs> well, you can expect to see some some things happening soon. Um, doing a lot of uh, designing going on. I've got uh, New York Fashion Week coming up soon, and then we're doing Paris Fashion Week um, very soon after. A um, lot of stuff going on. Soft brand <laughs> launch going on. Lots and lots of stuff. And then what was that last one? Uh, Paris Fashion Week. Oh, so I'm doing a soft launch for the brand. Soft launch. Okay. Yeah, soft. Uh, Soft brand launch here in New York. Uh, When's that? New York Fashion Week. New York Fashion, which is September 14th or something. Yeah, something like that. Uh, I've forgotten the date. So now for my no. show, it's yeah, it's last week of September, I think, and then Paris Fashion Week on October 2nd. Yes. Yeah. So that's you know, a lot going on. Lot there's a lot going, going on. on, and I have to say, since I've gotten into the metaverse with the, my, my brand, there's been so much opportunity. Uh, you know, just a lot of people want to know what's going on. What, how does it work? Yes. Uh, and then a lot of, you know, a lot of interviews and it's opened up a whole new audience to me that I never yes. thought possible. Yes. So that is something I'm really super excited about. Yes. Um, and then another, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Do you do all your own advertising or do you have a, a big advertising marketing company behind you? 
I, I have a marketing company behind me. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I would yeah. think you'd have to have quite a bit of that for this kind of a business. I'm just thinking because of all of the uh, high-tech people that might want to have your items in their grouping of what they show. I mean, I know that a lot of people that I've been talking to, maybe I'm getting things mixed up, but a lot of companies that I've spoken to, I have seen, uh, I have heard them say, do you know any great, you know, jewelry designers or designers that we could use maybe to, to make, uh, to make, um, what do you call it? Uh, digital things out of. So I'm just yeah. asking that. Yeah, so there's there's a, a lot of things that you can do. You can go from digital to physical. You can go from physical to digital. So there's a lot of technology out there that allows you to take things from in real life and bring them into, into the metaverse, which I, is really super exciting. I think it's very exciting. Um, I think what I'm going to have to do is because... Uh, I know your battery is getting low and um, looks like it's getting a bit noisy in the office here. <laughs> and I'm going to wrap this up kind of quickly, but I'm going to let you uh, tell me if there's anything I've forgotten to ask you that you want to talk about that's really important to you. Um, please do that now. Yeah, uh, I would love to. I'm always open to collaborating and partnering with other people in order to advance the future of fashion. I'm part of the uh, Metaverse Fashion Council, which is a group of diverse individuals and professionals with the aim to advance the future of, of fashion um, in the metaverse. Uh, so please, anybody reach out. Um, I'm very approachable. Um, and yeah, I, I'm always open. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn, Tracy Greenan. G-R-E-E-N-A-N-T-R-A-C-Y uh, okay. and, and reach out. Uh, the brand again is Aurelia and Icarus and the website is shoptheai.com. Okay. And let me just see if I can, the brand, I want to spell that. Is it A-U-R-E-L-I-A-I-C-A-R-U-S? Correct. So Aurelia and Icarus. So yeah. you can find her there. Yeah. And Tracy, I just thank you so much for coming on. You've educated me so much on this entire metaverse and what is uh, going on there, which I still don't quite understand everything about it. Um, but I know some people are actually creating worlds of their own, you know, yes. Gucci store, Gucci bag, Gucci money, Gucci jewelry. <laughs> Or uh, Icarus, Ariel, Icarus, jewelry and <laughs> money. Yeah. And maybe you're going to make your car and your clothes and your hats and your whatever, you know, anything, furniture, whatever. I mean, yeah. they have cities within cities. Exactly. And even some of the lower price lines that I was quite surprised that they were getting into that, but... Some of them are. So I was shocked to hear that. There's lots of virtual worlds coming out and they're going to be more sophisticated and more exciting and have more amenities. As, as we're talking right now, people are producing that something that's going to be more and more exciting. And you're going to have people, you're going to have your A-listers that are on 
certain uh, certain worlds right now and they're going to move to these next worlds. So something for people to think about if you're a brand is where do I invest in the metaverse and what is my metaverse strategy? And it's hard mm-hmm. to decipher because things are chill, things are moving so much right now. And especially with uh, crypto being volatile right now, going up and down in value. And then you've got a slowdown of NFTs right now that you've got had a bit of a toxic toxicity and then the market there's more sellers and than buyers and then we have talk of a recession just around the corner there's a lot of uh economics that are coming to play right now that affects the space but there will still be winners in web three yes and maybe some of the things that are down now it's a time to buy it and then things will pick up when the economy's better and and everything is better everywhere i think um we can say that. Um, okay, I think I'm going to have to click off now. And I'm just saying uh, I'm I, I'm running over a little bit with oh, okay. on late. So anyway, Tracy, thank you so much, Tracy Grennan. And everyone, please get in touch with her if you have great ideas and she will help make it a reality in the digital metaverse. Thank you so much. Thank you, Melody. It's been a pleasure. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. An inspirational speaker and an Amazon number one best-selling author, Carol Edmonston has shared her interactive workshops with both children and adults. Whether it's in a school, hospital, or a professional business organization, Carol is committed to impacting quality of life by weaving a connection between mind, body, and spirit through the creativity of doodling. Carol has been profiled in the New York Times and has appeared in Chicken Soup for the Breast Cancer Survivor's Soul, Forbes Health, and Women's World, among numerous other publications. Pick up Carol's award-winning book, The Healing Power of Doodling, Mindfulness Therapy to Deal with Stress, Fear, and Life Challenges, today. Doodling as a spiritual practice? This new form of mindfulness therapy allows your spirit to rest, Relax and regroup from the stresses of everyday life. The good news is you don't have to be a trained artist. The only qualification you need is feeling overwhelmed with life's challenges. Doodling is simple, inexpensive, and all you need is pen and paper. If you are ready to quiet your mind and acquire a new life management skill, then pick up Carol Edmonston's book, The Healing Power of Doodling, today. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you become a member yet? 
Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. You are listening to The Space of the Waste. To reach the show today, call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to thespaceofthewaste at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. This is Melody Edmondson, The Space of the Waste, and we just had uh, Tracy Grinnan on from the metaverse and digital jewelry, as well as physical jewelry. And I just want to give you that uh, website again, shoptheai.com. And Tracy Grinnan is her name. And the name of her line is Ariel, A-U-R-E-L-I-A, and Icarus, I-C-A-R-U-S. And it's the Future Forward Jewelry and Gold. And she's going to be doing every uh, non-binary, all men, women uh, jewelry for the physical as well as for the digital world of the metaverse. Uh, Another thing I want to bring up, um, and I I thank her so much for being on today. That is an area, as you well know, is very new to me. And I am for sure a clothes and jewelry and shoe and handbag whore. And so I collect the physical. And I don't plan on being much different. But I really do admire those that love the digital world and are able to buy things and create things for the metaverse and digital world. It it is very inclusive because more and more people can do that. And I do think that they need to get the prices down if they want the entire world to be able to do it. That's all I have to say for that. Um, I mean, I think it needs to be even less than a third off. You know what I mean? Like if something's $100, maybe they sell it for 30 instead of, I don't know. I think they should sell it for even less. I mean, if they could, but maybe they can't. And if they can't, I'm not into their numbers. So maybe it can't be done that way. But if a dress is $1,500 and you're still paying like $590 for it uh, as a digital, to me, that seems too much because you don't really have the dress. But if you buy the dress for $1,500 and then you get the $591 along with that, I would think that was okay. (laughs) Okay, I want to run through the shows for the rest of August just so you can plan ahead. On August the 16th, live on the show, we will have Mike Edwards, and he's going to be talking about athleisure wear and lots of other things that I probably don't even know about. And then on uh, August the 30th, we're going to have Marcy Zaroff talking about sustainability and her cotton uh, line that she has. And she has many, many collectors. I mean, she's even into the food market now and many, many other things. So she will talk about 
all of that about sustainability and all good things for the planet, whether it's what you wear or what you eat and what you buy. Also on uh, in uh, October, I will be having um, not not October, but September. I will be having uh, Michelle Owens, who is currently preparing for a great big photography show. And her name is Michelle Beaumont Owens, and she's going to be on the show September the 6th, and it's going to be a live show, and she'll be talking about The Wise Woman, which is a 50 and over 50 photography show that she's having in a gallery uh, here in Tucson, which may be uh, traveling many other places, I don't know, but she will tell us about that. But as far as uh, the metaverse goes, I'm going to leave these this to the young people to carry out and carry forward with, because <clears throat> I know that for me, it's uh, I never was really contributing to the landfill because I was buying silk and natural fibers since I was a young girl. So with that in mind, I will probably not be buying any digital fashion. That's just kind of where I'm at. Okay, uh, Rachel, I'm going to have to sign off because it seems like I've got a coughing attack coming on. So I'm going to let you go. And this is Melody Edmondson signing off. Thank you for listening to The Space of the Waste. Please join host Melody Edmondson again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and Noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next time.